Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts podcast. I'm Kristen, your host, and today I have the amazing honor to have Eugene Lunning on the podcast, our good, good friend who loves talking about Jesus. And you guys might have recognized his last name because his wife was on our show a couple weeks ago and she talked about Holy Spirit. And I thought of no better person than Eugene to talk about Jesus. So welcome on the show. Well, I'm delighted to be here. (laughs) Oh, okay. I have wanted to get your thoughts, your personality, your hunger for Jesus out to the world. And I love that I get this opportunity to ask you about who is Jesus. And it's a part of the series of just, do you know him? Hmm. And I first heard that question from you Hmm. of, man, you can know a lot about Jesus, but do you know him? Hmm. And I would love for you to talk about that and how you first encountered Jesus in this beautiful way. Yes. Well, thank you. I'm really honored. Um, You know, I I grew up like I'm sure lots of your listeners uh, did, um, going to church Mm -hmm. and hearing Old Testament, New Testament, wonderful narratives, and I think was pretty conversant with, like you just said, about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And throughout my life, maybe until I was about 20, I was intrigued. I was interested. But there came a time when I, th- I think I was 20. It was the summer I was 20. Uh, I was working actually at a Christian camp. And I recall being with all these kids and talking about the Lord, mm-hmm. but really having a stark realization. I'm not sure I deeply know this man. Hmm. Um, and I remember sitting in this sort of outdoor amphitheater, writing in a journal. Um, all right, Lord, I want to actually know you. I want to put aside everything I think I've heard and I want to encounter, like, know you for myself. Yeah. And so that really began early 20s, um, reading the Gospels differently, talking to him differently. Yeah. Like you just said in your intro, like asking hard questions, uh, but really settling for nothing less than a first-handedness. Like, mm. I actually have to know what and who I'm talking about yeah. um, instead of just saying things I've heard. Yeah. Um, and that, but that was the beginning. Um, I'm sure Jenny said in her podcast a little bit about our experience at Lake Powell mm-hmm. uh, in 2009, um, where we really radically encountered the Holy Spirit. And that began a new phase again of like, okay. all right, wait a minute. The Holy Spirit is so real. Yeah. And by the way, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus and he is with Jesus and he's with me. And so all of a sudden it began a new chapter of, all right, Holy Spirit, um, why don't you now show me more about Jesus, mm-hmm. even than I've sort of investigated for myself? Um, yeah, so I'd say that's kind of my journey in, in a couple different parts. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and I love how when you talked about Jesus, you brought in the Holy Spirit and how it's just a circle of they all point to each other. So yeah. it's not like they're all separate Jesus, let's talk about Jesus, and then let's talk about Holy Spirit, and let's talk about the Father. They're all interconnected, Mm. and it's all creating a relationship intimately with each of them. Um, What would you say was kind of the pivotal transition for you when you were 20, 
and you said you were at the camp and you, how did you step into that tangible, right. I need to know you personally? Right. What did that look like? Uh, funny enough, I actually also still have a different journal where I, I started actually then reading the gospels every day. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, in an almost verse by verse way, starting okay. to like pay attention to the scene. You know, mm. if Jesus arrives to a wedding fe- feast in Cana, what did that look and feel like? So I began mm. using my imagination for certain, yeah. but then also paying attention to things like, let's go back to Cana there, um, 120 gallons of wine. Mm-hmm. I grew up very conservative Presbyterian. <laughs> um, what does it mean that Jesus brought 120 gallons of wine to a yeah. party where people were already uh, a little you know, a little loose. <laughs> what did that mean about his character? What did mm-hmm. that mean about the kind of um, quality of life that he's drawing us into? Mm-hmm. Because he is life. He right. is the life. Um, so I would say reading the Gospels very minutely, yeah. but asking a lot of questions of him. Actually, that's interesting because I remember stopping asking questions of myself and starting to ask questions of him. Like, huh. now what, Jesus, what did you mean when you said this? That huh. was actually important. And I just, that just occurred to me. Oh. Um <laughs> So instead of internal focus, it became, what is he doing in this instead of, what does this mean for me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think instead of sort of having this um, cerebral experience of like, hmm, I wonder what that means. Right. um, That we can actually, because he's alive, we can actually externalize our questions like, Mm -hmm. okay, Jesus, I just read something I don't understand. Yeah. Would you tell me what it means? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we talked about the Holy Spirit, how wild that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus and the Father. So... (laughs) he has all the answers. Mm-hmm. So just be like, I don't understand what this verse means. And then yeah. just sit and wait. <laughs> yeah. So it's, oh, um, the waiting. Yeah. I think that was probably the practicality that I first started with was in jumping into the gospels afresh mm-hmm. and taking nothing for granted. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I, I'm thinking of probably majority of our listeners are church goers. Um, maybe a little bit about 10 years ago for me personally, it was the box checker of, Oh, I did my Bible study check. I memorized a verse check. Uh, and like what you were saying, it was all cerebral. It wasn't a connection. Um, so I think, how would you speak to maybe somebody who's in that phase of, I just go to church on Sundays or I just do zoom call on Sunday and listen or, um, and there's no connection. What would you say to that person? Yeah. Um, I would use a bold phrase like stop settling. Mm. Um, if you're bored, you should enumerate your boredom Just huh. say to yourself, I'm bored. Yeah. I, I don't like checking boxes because it's not life giving at all. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean stop going to church, but what it means is you need to encounter a fresh Yes. Uh, what is this thing that we would say call church or Bible study mm-hmm. or your accountability group? Like, why are we doing this? Right. Ask those questions. Mm-hmm. And then again, there is an actual bearded living man who walked around the earth for 33 years who was God. Yeah. Um, so wouldn't it be fascinating to know him? Mm-hmm. And wouldn't it be wonderful if the one who is himself life says, no, 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 no. I will make you a new creation. I will make you like me in yeah. my sort of eternal ways. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be worth your while to get up in the morning and say, all right, Jesus, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and I actually want to know you and all the box checking, I'm done. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't want to leave from my time with you or this day uh, without a full experience of what is available. 
Mm. And then again, stop settling. Yeah. And so if your day feels very humdrum spiritually, then stop what you're doing. Yeah. Because it's like it, it, the inanity of our lives is that we continue on and on and on. Right. And then mm-hmm. you go to funerals and people were never satisfied in him. Yeah. And I think that there's more, you know. Yeah. So mm. I'd say stop settling. That'd probably be it. That's good. <laughs> oh, man, that's hard, too. I mean, just sitting in the waiting for him to respond. That's hard. Right. But I think my, my, my pushback on that would be um, I don't think we have to wait. Because I think everything that we read in the four Gospels is the most thrilling thing we've ever read. Okay. I just think we've gotten used to it, and that's really foolish. Right. And so I yeah. think just to slow down and say, wait a minute, everything that's on offer is right here in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And I, I love Paul. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the rest of the New Testament. I love the Old Testament. But I'm just saying, if we were dead serious about encountering Jesus, even on those pages with our imagination and by his Holy Spirit, yeah. um, I don't even think we have to wait. Yeah. I think we could be overcome in one narrative. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned Cana. Like, if you just sat and, and thought about how exuberantly glorious he is <laughs> in that, like, whatever it is, like 10 verses, mm-hmm. and thought, Jesus, I'm going to follow you like that today, yeah. you'd have the best day. Truly. You really would. Right. Because you'd be like, Jesus, you're hilarious. <laughs> and you're having, like, little funny asides with your mother. Right. And you're probably re-entering the circle on the dance floor mm-hmm. minutes after the 120 gallons is created. You're hilarious, wonderful. I will follow you. Mm. Like That's a good day. That's a great day. Yeah, that's so good. Well, I would love to hear a little bit of your story on your own journey of you being bored. Yeah. And I know you've shared that in a, your recent book. So right. can you share that yeah, with Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, last fall... I was taking a run in beautiful Colorado Springs where mm-hmm. Kristen and I live. And um, I don't know, I, I was kind of doing some time of prayer and I, I realized that, that, that expression, I, I was bored. Yeah. I was just kind of praying my way through my little way I do my prayer. Um, and I thought, this is boring. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, if I'm bored, he's bored. <laughs> and I know he hears me. I love that concept. But it's like, he doesn't want to hear the same thing I prayed the last 10,000 days. Mm-hmm. He wants to talk. Mm-hmm. And so that hit me. And then a couple months later, I was uh, again taking a run. And I was at that day trying to kind of listen and mm-hmm. just trying to be like, Jesus, I know you're, you can speak. But I kept finding that my worries and kind of anxieties mm-hmm. kept crowding in. And so I was like, all right, Lord, I want to listen, but I'm a little anxious. So now I'm going to bring to you my anxieties. And so yeah. I began to kind of like, all right, Lord, I'm a little worried about this. And I realized in doing that, that I was praying about things that he has already promised that he'll do. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember like, I, I think I literally stopped like in the upper uh, Cheyenne Canyon mm-hmm. and I was just like looking up at the sky, like I am praying about things you've promised. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. If you've said you'll provide, then why am I asking you to provide? Yeah. You already said you would. <laughs> and it really hit me. So I came home literally that morning and Jenny would tell you, I was like wild eyed when she woke up uh-huh. a little, an hour later. Um, and I began looking through the scriptures for every promise that was directly from the mouth of the Lord. Okay. So nothing that had been sort of like uh, ascribed to him, uh-huh. but just what he said. Yeah. And they were so good, so rich. And yeah. then during the quarantine, during yeah. the COVID season, we're sort of at the tail end, or maybe right in the middle of, who knows? Uh, who knows? <laughs> um, I started kind of like podcasting about them. Mm-hmm. And then really a cool experience uh this publishing company i have a relationship with wanted to publish them so that was really fun yes well and it's so good i mean it's one of those books where you can just sit in one chapter 
or one mm-hmm. day. One promise. For a long time. <laughs> yes. So, and it just brings it all back to Jesus over and over again, mm. which I love that you just said. It's everything that he said mm. and only what he said, mm. which is so pure and so um, it's just like the finest wine, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, oh man, that was so good. So here's my question for you. Yes, ma'am. So today or this week, who is Jesus for you this week? Hmm. And how are you experiencing him this week? Yeah. You know, it's cool because we talked the other day and I probably would have said something that day. <laughs> uh, but today... I was reading in 2 Corinthians 5, and I was really overcome. I think I even referenced it almost unconsciously a couple minutes ago. I was overcome by how glorious his redemption of us is. Mm. And I I, I quoted uh, 517. If anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. But if you read that whole section, it is just so wonderful how it says that in his death, we all died so that we might all live. And then it ties into that new creation. But then it talks about how we are ambassadors of his reconciliation. And it says, we go out into the world and we say, hey, make your peace with God. Mm. It gives me goosebumps even right now because I'm so overwhelmed that he has already taken the one death. It's Mm -hmm. already over. Mm -hmm. Like the experience we'll have when we're 85 and we're taking our last breath isn't Mm -hmm. even really death. Right. He's taken the one death and he's mm-hmm. already invited all of humanity yeah. into simply knowing him, which is itself life. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so wild. like today, I'm an agent of his reconciliation. Hmm. He's with me. In fact, he's within me. What a day. What a day. I mean, it changes the complexion of a Monday. It, it makes it, it makes it a pretty great day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I'm very, I think today I'm pretty overwhelmed that he's right here with us, within me, within you, within your friends who listen to your your podcast. It's just unreal, the opportunity we have. Yeah. This human life, we can actually like abide in him and walk literally with that wonderful man. Mm. I just, uh, I'm pretty, I was very moved this morning. Uh, well, I'm glad that we get the nuggets <laughs> of that. <laughs> hmm. uh. Well, and I, I want to hit on maybe there's a person listening that has a hard time picturing hmm. the face of Jesus, hmm. getting to know that reconciliation. They feel like, oh, I could never hmm. be reconciled. Hmm. What would you say to them that feel kind of hopeless yeah. or stuck in darkness? or? Yeah. You know, I, I think what is sad but if you turn it on its head, it's hopeful mm-hmm. about the whole situation is we think we are still striving in the mm-hmm. old way. Um, I was reading also this morning in Romans 9 where it, it paints the picture of Israel mm-hmm. who really already had it all mm-hmm. and yet didn't hear. Mm-hmm. And so to anyone in that place that Kristen just described, my word to you would be, no, it's already done. Yeah. Um, your perception is you're still striving to get into a right posture or place with Jesus, you're wrong. Hmm. He has already done it. So don't invalidate the glory of the cross by thinking you still have all these steps to take. Mm -hmm. I would just say it's over. That's literally his last words in John. It is finished. So what a thing to actually stop letting your perception of what you're doing 
don't let it get in the way anymore. Um, just say, Jesus, wow, I think you already did it. And just see how he fills in that space. Um, yeah. Because I think that's where his Holy Spirit loves to flood and teach us how holy, blameless, uh, pure we already are. Mm. And how like rich he wants this to be. Uh, but like we started off by saying, we settle. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of think like, I'm still striving. It's like, oh no. I mean, classic psalm, cease striving mm. and know that I'm yeah. God. It's like, that's what we need to be about if we feel like we're just not getting it or getting with him. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's good. I love that. And it brings so much hope and just uh, takes off a lot of chains. It mm. takes off, um, yeah, like you said, the striving, feeling like you have to make it work. Mm. And yet we're, it, the truth is we're already free yeah. to stand before him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Mm. Okay. Well, I would love to refer my listeners to more of listening to your podcast uh, and every single one of them it it leads to hunger to go after more of mm. Jesus and um, so can you oh, share you your podcast yeah if you um, if you want to check it out on the web the uh, URL would be unionists.podbean.com and if you like listening on Apple podcasts it's just the unionists plural and it'll have a big anchor for its logo um, and really, it's just what I'm talking about week by week, talking about Jesus. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much just a little talk once or maybe more a week. Um, and I, I do my best to, to grab your imagination a little yes. bit. Yes, <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> yes, and I love, I, and all of you that know, I love walking and listening to podcasts and talking to Jesus. And this is a great way to start it off and then go into a conversation on your walk or run. Um and then there's another, you have a book coming out. Yeah. So well, a the, couple. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, there's 30 days of those promises that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came out, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. And that is called Yesterday, Today, and Forever mm-hmm. uh, from Destiny Image Publishers. And then uh, I would guess in the next week to two, the second volume, which is called Everything Worth Having. Okay. Uh, 30 more of these promises. That'll come out uh, in a couple weeks. Fantastic. Both are on Amazon and they're... I think, you know, I think they're all right. I I think they're amazing. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you, Eugene. Thanks. I appreciate you just taking the time again to chat about Jesus and um, goodness. I I hope every listener is more encouraged to just ask and be real and vulnerable with Jesus and say exactly where you're at. And, oh, yeah. Great being with you. I loved it. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.